So uh, yesterday I was talking to Tracy's parents and they've mm-hmm. dis- uh, discovered that they've done their will, everything. They've organized right. their funeral and they've got this fund, all right, for yeah. after they pass away. And it's only going to flights for Tracy and her two brothers that if they ever got separated, yep. there'll be a fund that they can go and use and they'll never have to be apart. They can fly in to, oh, to see each other. That's great. Yeah, um, really good. It, does that mean, can you dip into that fund with the kids and you guys can fly as oh, well? Oh, no, no, no. This is, oh, this is right. like... So, like just to see each other. Absolute ground rules yep. assigned to this. Yep, absolute. Right. And then it got me thinking about my funeral and my demands and what I would want, you know, after I pass away. Mm. And I've got a list. Oh, you've already come up with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've given it to Tracy and <laughs> I said, look, stick to this list because I think I'll go before her, even though she is five years older than me. I think I will go because Phillips has died young. Really? <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh. Really? Look, I'm just playing the odds, okay, just in case. Fair enough. Look, I don't want a you know unplanned funeral. That would be a disaster. Okay? Yeah, very good point. All right, so here's my list. Okay, <laughs> these are your demands just, for when you die. These are just a die. few few things that need to be stuck to. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm interested. Okay, so what to wear? That's a, always a big one. All right. Yes, you have to wear black. You know why? Why? Because Shane's invited <laughs> and he only wears black. And he doesn't want to be left out. <laughs> and I don't want him to miss it. Okay. Uh, so everyone has to wear black. <laughs> Actually, yeah, because if it was bright colours, you know Shane would be a no-show. Yes. Yeah, yes. Otherwise, up. I'll yeah. spot him in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there he is in black. Right. Okay. So all black. All black. Right. right traditional. Mm-hmm. All right. There is an uninvited list. Okay. What, what do you mean? Uh, like, there are people that I just don't want there. And who are they? Well, that if they don't know who they are, they should know. I've, I think I've made it. Pre- I think I've made it pretty clear. So Tracy has a list of people that yep. are banned from your funeral. Yep, and those uninvited right. invitations should be sent out days right. before in case these people ever got confused that they thought that they could come. <laughs> Oh my God. Just, is there anyone that might be listening now? Can you give us just a little heads up? Would no, you like no. to just get the message out there early? Well, no, they um, should know. I don't even need to well, say that. Uh, can, can I come? Yes, but it'll be on a weekday at, at 6.30. Well, I'll be half an hour late. <laughs> I don't get out of news till 7. You better not be late. All right? All right. And so, of course, right. there's the songs. Yeah. This was a really, really tricky thing because, you know, the songs are like what make a funeral, you know? And I know you love your music. And love you it. love such a, a diverse range of music from country yes. and western to 60s yes. to modern stuff. Yes. Right. right. What, are, what are they? Um, well, here's, here's a few. Yep. Okay. This is number one. Birds yeah. of Tokyo. That was such a beautiful yeah. song um, at that game, the showdown, when Phil Walsh had passed yep. and everyone turned the lights on their mm. phones and really yep. moving. Great choice. Well Love done. that song. Yeah. Okay. This really is good number show. two. Imagine all the people Not invited to your wedding. Funeral. Funeral. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. We're, we're Funeral. So yeah. I love John Lennon yeah, that's too. that's great. Right? Yeah, John Beatles Lennon. fan, John Lennon. Uh, number three. If I lay here. You will be. Yeah. If I just lay you will be just laying there. Right. So there's a few songs. Right. There's a Garth Brooks song in there. I'm not sure if we've got that. Do yeah. we have Garth Brooks uploaded? Because I really try to get no, Garth no, Brooks that, on this station. No you know um, uh, Berza, who looks mm. after the music at this yep. station, he won't allow Garth Brooks. Well, that song is called If Tomorrow Never Comes, which... which very fitting. Well, yeah, it's not coming for me. No, <laughs> no. Um, actually, that's you know that's really good thinking about mm. what songs you would. Um, 
It you was would hard. Have. Wow. That list was hard. And you know what? It's yeah. forever changing. So I always update the list for Tracy. You okay. Know, make sure that she's, you know, if there's a new song that comes out that might sneak in there, you know. Right. But I'd like to know, 8300-1023, what's your funeral song? Okay. Do you have one? Um, give me a moment. Okay. Give me a moment. Right. I'm going to think of one. Right. All right. Let yep. us know. 8300-1023, what is the song you'd like played at your funeral? Well, I'm not in black. But I think I will be invited when you when you pass, Aaron. Yeah, yes, look, you're um, on the list. Okay? We, we are the talking. Good list. Thank you. We are talking uh, the song that you'd love played at mm. your funeral. Yep. Right, eight three hundred one zero two three. You asked me what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Right. This is my one here. Okay. Simple minds. Okay. Alive and kicking. Wait. Even when I'm gone. I love that song. <laughs> Do you know I used to play that song every day before I'd play footy? Yeah. Um, and it's probably fitting yeah. that I use that at my funeral because my career was dead. <laughs> but I used to use that and I love that. Alive and kicking, oh, even no. though I'm gone. Very, very well played. Uh, okay, we've got John from Parafield Gardens. Good morning. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Soda. Hello, buddy. Um, now, John, we don't want to be on a downer here. Nah. We are talking about your funeral, mate, but let's celebrate it. What would you like to be played? I think Pat Bennett are all fired up while they're um, cremating me in the oven. John. <laughs> <laughs> why not, John? Hey, John, yeah, you, any special uh... request of where the ashes are going to be sprinkled? Yeah, I'd like him to be put into a tyre and then done in a burnout on a burnout strip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Good John. on you, Johnny. Well, well done. Well planned. Well That's thought good. out. Uh, we've got Rachel from Lindock. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Rachel. What's your funeral song? All right, Erin, you'll get this one. Okay. The Dance by Garth Brooks. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah, it's just the best. It's iconic. It just takes you through all the tough bits and it's just, yeah. Yeah, it makes you feel good. But then maybe follow it by the angels. Am I ever going to see your face again? And I think that would cap it off nicely. And that would be great because then you could get everyone yeah. there to sing the little chorus extra yeah. bit that people put in. Yeah. <laughs> just as you're going. Fantastic. Garth yeah, Brooks. that'd be yes. awesome. Yeah, I, I love him. Yeah. He's great. Oh, he's wonderful. I would prefer the angels. <laughs> Am I ever gonna see your face And everyone yells again? out, "No, no way!" <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Linda from Two Wells. Morning, Linda. Good morning. How are we all? We're, Good, Linda. We're brightening up your day, yep. Linda. What do you want to hear when you're dead? <laughs> well, I don't know whether I want to hear it, but my kids keep threatening that they're going to play this song from The Wizard of Oz, which is "Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead." <laughs> Have a Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, that was at the Munchkins. Linda. Singing that. Gorgeous kids, aren't they? They oh, keep threatening no. me. That's what they're going to play. You just oh, tell Linda. them that if they play that, you come back and rattle some chains around them. Yeah, I'll come and haunt them. Yeah, <laughs> for good. For life, Linda. Oh, that's well, good. Ding that dong. Um, ding dong. Eight three hundred one zero two three. Let us know. We get on our Facebook yeah. page. Um, it's very interesting, isn't it? It says a lot about people. It's important, okay? Mm. Good songs at a funeral, yep. okay? Exploring football this weekend could be very unusual mm. because of the COVID situation in Victoria. Things are changing rapidly um, and there's still no guarantee that the set times for the certain games in the certain places is locked in. It should hopefully be finalised a little later mm. today. At this stage, our man, Travis Boker, is brought to us every week from our friends at Lancer. Thank you very much, Lancer, because life is better by design. At this stage, Travis Boker is playing at home against Frio with his Port Adelaide friends on Sunday. Arvo... But is he? 
Bokey, how are you, hey. mate? Good morning, guys. How are we? Good, Bokey. Uh, all COVID tested now, I'm sure. You get swabbed? All COVID tested, yep. I uh, had to go in uh, yesterday yesterday morning. I mm-hmm. uh, woke up at 9 o'clock and got the text that we had to go in. We were meant to go in today and get tested, um, but, yeah, they wanted to get it done yesterday and yep. uh, all out of the way. So Bokey. Uh, all done and, and okay. Bokey, how many uh, swabs have you had now? What number is this? Oh, wow. Um, it was two a week all year last year. Oh yeah. gosh. Um, so, oh, wow, we're pushing. Yes. Yeah. It's been, it's been a lot. It's yeah. nearly, I reckon nearly, nearly triple figures now. Yeah, right. right. Um, Bokey, um, who, who in your team or at the club is struggling with the COVID test, a little soft and can't handle it? Well, the worst I would say, probably other than me, uh, would be Kenny. Uh, he oh. carries on. Yeah, he carries on. <laughs> Hang on, um, Hang on. this one... is the, the coach. You're you're pointing the, coach, the finger at yeah. Kenny Oh, mate, shocking, the shocking. Ca- Carries on way too much. Right. Jeez, oh. <laughs> I thought he was a tough defender in his days at Geelong. <laughs> no, yeah. he definitely wasn't. And he'll, he'll tell you that, actually. Um, uh, Bucky, now, have you guys been put back in a bubble? Are you allowed to go down to the shop mm. and get the paper and get a drink? Or uh, what's happening at the moment, as far as you know? Uh, at at this stage, it's all still normal. Yeah. Uh, so we're in isolation yesterday until we all got our tests back. So we all stayed at home until we received that. And then now it's uh, still business as usual. So we'll go on the club today and train as normal. Yeah. Uh, all the guys have got their tests back. Um, and, yeah, we're just still waiting to hear from the AFL. Everything's still going ahead this weekend yeah. uh, as far as we know um, yeah. in terms of our game. Uh, but I think the sides in Melbourne are in a kind of like a bubble like they were last mm. year. So mm. um, for us, still business as usual. Um, Travis, how, as an athlete, how distracting is this, the constant changes uh, in schedule? You've obviously put up with it all last year, but how distracting is it, or is it just something that, that's the norm now? Um, I think last year, uh, before it all sort of happened, it was probably a little bit frustrating and, mm. and unusual, but I think now we've come accustomed to it. We had a good chat about it last year, about accepting what we can't control, mm. and mm. Um, and we've done a lot of work on this actually in performance sense over the last three or four years. So yeah. uh, in a way, we're, we're sort of okay with it and, mm. and ready for sort of what challenges come our way, what we can't control, and just sort of running with the uh, – rolling with the punches a little bit. So yeah. um, we've, we've handled it quite well, and I think as an industry, we've done pretty good as well. Mm. That's a good message for life, Bokey, actually. Um, you know, just worry about the things you can control and the things that are yep. outside. Don't dwell on them. It'll drive you nuts. That's true. No, exactly right. Exactly right. I think that's a challenge for everyone not right now in life. It's the uncertainty of it all that we try and control that's, um, that we, we, we've got no control over and that creates a lot of anxiety. So, um, yeah, you just got to roll with it as best you can. Yep. Right. We're in a really up mood today, Bokey, because we're talking about the songs you want played at your funeral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're talking about celebrating, celebrating your life because Erin's made some pretty hot demands mm. about who can come and who can't come yep. to her funeral. She's got, oh, a, wow. she's got a list of who's not invited yep. and Tracy has to adhere by it. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're yeah. very demanding, Aaron. Well, you know, you get one shot at a funeral, Bokey, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> well, hopefully. That's how I look at um, it. So, Bokey, we want to know, for you, have you considered what uh, song we could be hearing at your funeral? Well, I haven't really considered it too much, to be honest. I, I definitely agree that it needs to be upbeat. I don't mm. want it, you know, sad. And uh, as yep. much as it is a, a, a horrible moment, you want it to be as upbeat mm. and as a celebration of your life as possible. But yep. I've, I feel that if... Hopefully, along the journey, I've been someone's hero. Yeah. And I think my hero by Foo Fires would be something that I'd love to be played uh, at my at my funeral. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
Hopefully I've inspired someone along the way. Oh, yeah. Bogey. Hey, you're everyone's hero, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> even, even, even Crows fans, particularly the female ones, love you. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. It's some weird, weird thing you've got with you. Um, hey, mate, uh, just before we go to, uh, what is your favourite hot chip venue yeah, in Adelaide? go to. So mine is Chicken Chips, which is just down the road uh, from my house. It's next to my favourite cafe, Organic, just on Broadway there. Um, right. They do amazing, like nice, thick, um, heaps of chicken salt. Oh, they're perfect, mate. I, um, yeah, they're my go-to. Right. Perfect. Very nice indeed. So that's yeah, sort of yeah. down Glenelg at the Glen Broadway. Way. Down at Glenelg on the Broadway, which is funny because I used to have chips as my pre-game meal up until I was about 17. So, really? Oh, really? Um, yeah. It was, it was, well, you have to carb up before yeah, a game. Yeah. And I did my pasta when I was a kid. Yeah. So, right. So chips, so, so chips were my pre-game meal. Yeah. Beautiful. And it got me through. So. I love that. Good on you, Bokey. Um, well, thanks so much for joining us, mate. Good luck on yeah, Sunday. Luck, so free out at home at this point. Um, stay healthy, buddy. And we will speak to you next week because you are our hero, yeah. Travis Boak from Port Adelaide. Uh, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, there he goes. There he goes. There yeah. he goes. There he goes, my hero. Woo! Oh, thank you very much to Lancer because life is better by design and life is better when you're my hero, Travis Boak. So to last night, yep. the big full blood moon. Yeah, yeah, blood moon. Made me go a bit crazy, actually. Could you see the moon? Well, I saw the eclipse right up until about, I think there was about a quarter to go, and then the clouds rolled in and right. didn't see it. Couldn't see anything no. in my place. Nothing at all. I was looking forward nothing. to it. Nothing? No, nothing. Mm. Um, but I woke up, mm. and all my left hand was swollen. Uh, that's the full moon. Do you reckon? Oh, no doubt. Like, I couldn't get my yeah. ring on this morning. Yep. Just I had to wait, put some ice on everything just to get really? my ring on my just finger. Just one hand. But just one yeah, hand. Yeah, no, that's definitely the full moon. Reckon? Yeah, no doubt. Because I think what happens is that lunacy effect, or mm. I think they used to call it the Transylvania effect, where you, people used to transform into werewolves and vampires. Mm. So you're starting some sort of transformation oh. last night. <laughs> um, but what happens is the, the extra moonlight creates uh, people being uh, emotionally upset and anxious. Really? Apparently. It's been going on since uh, the Middle Ages. And you know what I always used to notice mm-hmm. when we were in the fire brigade, Erin? Yeah. If there was a full moon, more fires, more car accidents. More really? Crazy, oh, without doubt. You know, last night I told Brooklyn, my uh, four and a half year old daughter, I said, there's going to be a big full moon tonight. It's going to turn red like blood and it's going to be really big. Well, didn't that open up a can of something? She was hysterical. She's like, Mom, the moon's going to get that big and it's going to fall on the earth and we're all going to die. Yeah, I was so like, you- no, Okay. See? It's not. It's not like that. But she had to sleep in our bed all night because she was terrified of, of this the full moon. moon. Well, mm. there you go. There's another example. Well, I'll tell you what would have happened. Like last night, there would have been robberies, um, assaults. Really? There would have been theft. There would have been car accidents. Would have been fires. Um, Maz, you there? Yes, I am here. Right, Maz, can you just um, check the police reports overnight? What's happened? Uh, not very much. What do you mean? It was one one thing, one incident, one yeah, fire at North Haven. There you go. Full oh moon. gosh, hot tea towels. Oh, yep, moon. that's it. And, and you no, know seriously, what? Seriously, hot tea towels. They would have been internal combustion without being lit. Yes. They would have just just combusted. You're onto something. Um, I'm telling you. People are though actually affected because we've had a couple of Facebook um, messages. Yep. Uh, Sandra has said, "Yep, my husband turns real shitty, but must say tonight, so calm. Very strange." <laughs> <laughs> See, it's given. That's given it the reverse effect. Well Absolutely. Done, what about yeah? Another lady, Shauna, said that both her husband and her son go crazy during full moons. Really? Right? They yell at everyone and they lose their temper. 
Uh, Belinda can't sleep mm. during a full moon um, because it takes her two or three days to recover off the back of it. Leona has written, I've noticed that hair covers my body and my nails turn into claws, my teeth transform into fangs, and I have an uncomfortable <laughs> desire to eat raw flesh. Full moon. Uh, <laughs> okay. There you go. That's weird. Well, that's definitive now. <laughs> Erin, yesterday, uh, you asked a really, really good question, mm. and it was, take your mind back to being a teenager, mm-hmm. and then think about what your life was going to be, what your life plan was, mm-hmm. and have you achieved that? Yes. Or did you take a different direction? Now, it was fascinating, because you said that you'd never pictured that you'd be married and have kids. No. It just seemed like a very long commitment. It made it is. <laughs> That's what marriage is. Well, most of the time. It's meant to be, anyway. Well, yeah. um, but you did reveal this. I thought I'd be eventually... Um, just living in this like high rise apartment somewhere with yeah. a cat. Um, <laughs> let's just call it cat for now. I didn't have a name for it. A cat called cat. A cat called cat that would like wait for me at the end of the day and like would sit down and I'd have, you know, a glass of wine with it. And mm. tell cat how your day was. Yeah. Um, you, so you're going to turn into a crazy cat lady on your own. Well, I'm glad it worked out this way, aren't I? But um, I want to know you. How did you imagine your life would be as a teenager? You gave me that as a bit of homework. Mm. So last night I actually sat down and had a really good think about it. Mm -hmm. And it is a hell of a lot different than what I expected. So as a teenager, um, I thought that uh, I was going to go on and play some AFL footy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it didn't have to be a star, but I thought, you know, maybe 100 games, 150 Mm -hmm. games of AFL footy, and then what I would do, and I did do this first bit, was then um, I would become a PE teacher because yep. I like sport, and I thought back then you had to work when you played, mm. you know, AFL footy, yep. and that I would um, do PE teaching because it would keep me busy and sporty, and then when I finished playing footy, uh, that I would then go back to university and finish my psychology course, which I did at the same time that yep. I did teaching, because yep. I've always been fascinated by human behavior, Yeah, right. you know, and sort of how people respond to situations and events that happen in their life. Yep. And, you know, and that in some situations, right, um, people will, you could be involved in a situation that others don't think mm. is overly big or important, but that might be so significant to you personally, yeah. it could be life defining. Mm. Um, and I just was fascinated by that. So I was going to open a psychology practice. Oh, wow. I was going to be uh, married at 28 and have my first kids at 28. Okay. And I was going to have this beautiful office mm-hmm. with these Chesterfield couches, right? right. And I'd have, a, I'd have a beautiful brown leather chair next to the couch. Mm. And then you'd come in, you or whoever, as my client. Yep. And then I'd sit back on the couch. I'd be wearing a blazer. With um, patches on the elbows, yeah, you know, yep. a bit like a professor, yeah. And I'd sit back and I'd have this this really, um, you know, serene and calm voice, oh. right? And then I'd be sort of leaning back there and I'd sort of tap my pen on the pad, and you know, you'd come in, Aaron, and I'd say, "Now, Aaron, lie down on the couch, yep. you know, relax, put your feet up. Now, now, tell me." Why do you think you still wear adult nappies? What? You know, something like that, because I'd be studying abnormal and clinical psychology. Yeah, right. And then I'd say, well, yeah, tell me about your early life. Was there a dependency on your parents? And I could help people with their problems and see that mm. these little moments would lead to that because I think where things really turn for me, and uh, it's one of those situations where it doesn't feel significant at the time, but when I was 16, mm. I was just fascinated. I was infatuated with this girl mm. that lived in my area. And we started going out on little dates and going to Chinese restaurants and, you know, all the things you do. What was her name? Her name was Peter. Okay. As a woman. Okay. Uh, her name was Peter. Um, but then she dumped me 
Oh. And then I didn't realize how significant that was because then I questioned everything about myself forever afterwards really? about, am I good enough? Am I ever going to find someone who likes me? Why doesn't she like me? Am I not good looking enough? Am I not smart enough? Am I not good enough to play footy? Did she give you a reason why she dumped you at 16? I probably found another bloke. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, so what happened was I think it then changed the whole course of my thinking as well through that time. Um, because then obviously I never got to play AFL footy, mm. so set a goal and, and never got to do it because I wasn't good enough. And I think then I questioned that I wasn't a good enough football and then it all stemmed back to being dumped as a little 16-year-old boy. At 16? Yep. Wow. Isn't that weird? And that's why I always was fascinated then in psychology, thinking, yeah. right, things happen to people and you just go, ah, oh, that's no big deal. But they can have as life-changing and life-defining effects. Yeah. On someone. Did you question yourself more as a person or the way that you look? Everything. 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 Yep. Wow. Behaved, uh, whether I was smart enough, whether I was too dumb, whether I was too short, whether yep. I couldn't kick properly, all these sorts of things wow. came off the back of that. So, um, um, and have, then I ended up here. Have God you help me. Have you stopped questioning yourself? Uh, no. Nah. Really? Yeah, always. Wow. Yeah, and I've spoken to people, you know, professional people and over the time. But I think that's what I always did with footy. I always mm. just questioned it, which had no chance of succeeding because my mind would never let me just do stuff because um, of that. Bizarre, wow. isn't it? Well, you certainly turned out a lot different. Absolutely. Um, and you've got a uh, 10.30 appointment with me. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll see you in the green room. There's a nice couch there. And we'll get through this adult nappy saga. <laughs>